Two freshmen, Paige Kurtz and Brandon Abaugh from the Delaware Valley High School in Milford, Pennsylvania, recognized the need to educate others about the LGBTQ community and saw the value in sharing a member of their local community story about how he navigated becoming a transgender male. The Pocono area offers minimal resources and outlets where students and adults can find answers and receive guidance. The students met with AJ Thayer, a transgender male, and his mother, Dr. Catherine Thayer, director of LGBTQ Pride, to discuss the Thayer's journey and how the two of them help spread the awareness throughout the community. I'm Brandon. I'm in freshman in DV High School. Same thing with me. I'm a freshman. Why did you come out AJ as transgender? I'm transmasculine. I have been transitioning, at least medically, for the past five years, socially for about six, out and coming out in many different ways for years and years. Have you gone through any harsh experiences knowing that people have different opinions on the subject? I will say I'm extremely blessed to walk the world with a little bit of security. I was very concerned about that, especially when I first came out and was not passing as more masculine back then. Voice drops, top surgery, things change. It's been a lot easier. And I think it's easier for a trans man. Absolutely. A trans woman, voices don't change, mm -hmm. and they have a lot of masculine features that don't change, mm -hmm. so it's hard for them to pass. And that's why there's a lot more violence yeah. against trans women, especially trans women of color, than there are against anybody else. So besides your family, did anyone else support it when you came out? Did it take some time for others to accept it, maybe? Absolutely. Actually, it was someone outside my family who first knew and then accepted me and really helped me come into that. My mother, who I'm very blessed to be with here now, was actually a little slower. Oh, I was not good. I was good with Gay. Yes. And he found a friend of mine mm -hmm. now. Because really, here's your choice. You either have your child or you don't. But then I was so ignorant to a lot of it until we actually sat down and talked. What really inspired you to become a counselor? I always think that counselors go into that field because they need the most counseling. If you told me 10 years ago that I'd be counseling transgender people, I would have told you you were crazy. It was very difficult for him. We had a lot mm -hmm. of dark days. And oh my God, yeah. He was misdiagnosed a lot and on a lot of medications mm -hmm. and suicidal self-harm. Yep. I actually started working for the schools because I didn't want my daughter Anna at the mm -hmm. time to be home without me there because I was afraid of what I would find. When was LGBTQ Pride introduced? About two years ago, mm -hmm. when AJ was transitioning, there are no resources in the Poconos at all. Luckily had me that would mm -hmm. take him down to Philadelphia mm -hmm. to the Missouri Center. Center. But so many of these kids, their families throw them out and they have no resources mm -hmm. and they don't have money to go there. Still with parents specifically or like kids should be more educated. Just to say <laughs> that I think that a lot of the education that's been happening recently has come from the kids to the parents, right? Younger people get more access. It's just out more in social media, culture, etc. I think we have much more parents, not always as much. For me, at least, I think there should be more of an education for parents. I think the thing that the kids ask for mm. most is to please talk to my parents. They don't know how to handle their parents, and the parents are not educated and don't know what to do. They really honestly don't know. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a perfect example of that. And I, I'm walking around going, but what about Anna? And AJ's looking at me like, I'm here. And you don't understand where the other one's coming from until you can actually sit down. So after even just an hour of sitting with a family, they're usually in a whole lot better place by the time they leave. They had dreams and they had visions for their kids that are no longer what that is. A white wedding dress. 
grandkids. So a lot of what your vision was her whole life, you got to kind of grieve and let go of that. Kids, number one fear is they're going to say so, and then they're not going to love them, and they're going to go away. And it's very difficult for them. There's a thing called the Fairness Act in Pennsylvania. And right now, if you're gay, you can be evicted or fired just because you're gay. LGBTQ protections do not exist in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Right. In any way, evictions, jobs, anything. Discrimination is a thing that can happen. It's protected, I think, at a federal level to a certain degree. Pennsylvania has not passed anything for it. It has been stuck within our own systems for That's the past 16. 16 years now. Now, you came out way after yes. high school. So what was high school like for you? Coming up in age for me, it was a lot like you hear about transvestite, right? That was the word that was used back then. And Rocky then you, Horror. Rocky Horror, drag queens. And like, even though that's so incredibly not true, mm -hmm. and we've gotten a lot further in how we talk about in more respectful terms... So high school for me, mind you, I was an incredibly butchy lesbian. I'm very proud of the masculinity that I had even then. But then figuring out that even trans was a word and figuring out that like, oh, I had all these feelings about myself, especially during puberty, especially when your body starts developing. And I'm like, that doesn't fit. <laughs> Sports bras, not bras, right? Sports bras, easy. Push mm -hmm. it down. And it was always like that kind of a thing. Men's clothing, short hair has always been my digs. So when I found out that there was a word for why am I feeling so not okay with my body, mm -hmm. I mean, it took two years of research, a year of looking into resources for that, i.e. the Mazzoni Center, and then another year of going to counseling for it before I was even allowed to do anything with that information. I suffered from pretty extreme depression. He was misdiagnosed a lot. Mm -hmm. And we actually, one of the meds that they gave him mm -hmm. for bipolar, he wound up in the emergency room unconscious for yep. 12 hours. Yep. And they could never find what the right meds were. Mm -hmm. When he was diagnosed with transgender. transgender dysphoria. It's considered the DSRM. That's that, that is the diagnostic guide for psychiatrists and uh, for people who work within the mental part of it. So if transgender dysphoria is not considered, it's not so much mental as much as it is uh, a diagnosable something, right? We have to put a name on it. That way we can then prescribe testosterone, estrogen, whatever the meds might be. And as soon as he started testosterone... Yep. Everything that showed as bipolar disappeared. Yeah, it took three months of me living in a body that was running the way I knew that it should have been all along for me to be feel like I'm, oh, I'm actually in my body. I'm doing my world. I'm in this world. I'm a part of this world. Mm -hmm. And I own this. This feels good for the first time in I don't know how long. It wasn't even until realizing afterward felt like I was missing something. It isn't until you look backwards that you can say, ah, that makes sense. Well, a lot of times, teachers are the ones they feel safe with. True. I mean, there are teachers that kids come back years and years and years later to visit with, and they do it feel like a safe place to them, mm -hmm. and that's a great place to be. The only person I knew that had a trans son was Cher, and I sent her an email, she never answered me. There was nothing for parents. Yeah. No, no place that you could go that could say help. Oh. Which was the biggest problem, when trying to express things to parents. How do you do that in a way that's respectful of them? We want those resources. We want to be a part of resources for parents who are like, help, what do I do with this? This is too much. I don't know anything about it. Well, and, and right now, yeah. the political arena that we're in Oof. is so polarized. We actually went to Harrisburg with Senator Mario Scavello, mm -hmm. and at that time, 
Dr. Rachel Levine was the health secretary of Pennsylvania. And she's a trans woman, talked a little bit about what we wanted to do. Uh, Dr. Levine actually shared her story. AJ shared his, mm -hmm. and Mario said, I'm going to be honest with you, I have never voted for that Fairness Act, but after hearing your story, I am going to vote for it. So we need legislators to not allow that kind of stuff to happen. There's, we need to be able to educate. I'm walking with Dr. Levine. I said, hey, Dr. Levine, did you hear? And she looked at me, and she smiled. She goes, yes, and that's what we do. Changing minds, changing hearts. And the whole education thing, make us less other. We're out here. We're out here. We're living, we're breathing, and we're, we're thriving.